You should have seen if a uh, Florida Gator eats kid fits. <laughs> just, just make your fantasy football name like a like tragedy. A, a news, a news yeah. headline of a tragedy. I would make my team name uh, Life in Prison Greater Than Wife. <laughs> my, uh, my team name next year is going to be like Plane Crash in Mississippi Kills One. <laughs> shame on us for doing so many other heat checks these last few weeks we actually missed a pretty important zach efron heat check did we really yeah uh zach efron's dog died at the end of august that is not good it's not good and it's also not good for him because that uh let us all know that the name of his dog was puppy Oh man, I'm his dog's sorry. name was Puppy Efron, and he posted like Instagram shit about oh, like did he set up an Instagram for his dog. Uh, I oh, that. I don't know. I I hate that move so much. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a funny move because I love how people react to it. So one of my friends, uh, and this sucks because if they listen to it, like the people involved in this are completely going to know who I'm talking about. And this is going to start a feud between them, but I don't fucking care. Uh, one of my friends' dog has a Facebook and it friended all of us. And I asked my, one of my friends, like, what do you think about that? And I was like, oh, so you see so-and-so is friending everybody. And he was like, yeah, I didn't accept that shit. And I was like, why? It just like, he didn't even mean for it to be a joke. He was like, I'm not friends with that. Like uh, that's that dog's not my friend, and I thought that was like the funniest shit in the world, which is true. Like when I don't fucking know that dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I haven't gotten real with that dog before. Uh, that so dog's an acquaintance. It's not a friend. Yeah, and that seems like so much fucking work. Like fuck. We yeah, we do a brunch Twitter account. And we do a brunch Facebook account. We tweet kind of often from the brunch Twitter account. We forget to post episodes on the Facebook account all the time, oh, yeah. but we don't really care about the Facebook account because that's just there for appearances. Apparently, Facebook does like you have to you have to pay them if you want people to see your shit or something. Yeah, it, it like lets you access like twenty percent of your audience, pretty much, and you got to yeah. pay for it. Which for us, that's only like six thousand people. people. So yeah, like that. There's no fucking use to that. So um. Yeah, he posted an Instagram that uh, quoted uh, "Finish Line" by uh, by Chance the Rapper, and it was like a picture of him, like straight up, like kissing his dog, not like his dog licking him, like that they they were fucking embracing, and it had like the quote, like, uh, like I felt hog tied ever since my dog died. He lived to eighty four. Damn, that's a long ride, and I'm like, ah, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> not one of your finest moments. and then like at the end of it it was like puppy efron i uh, like uh, until we meet again Ugh. not the best zach efron heat check we had think, so far i think zach is pretty lucky that that kid was was having a rough time in prison because we were distracted <laughs> from some bullshit there so uh yeah Shame on us for missing that, and and also shame on us for uh for missing our first episode since doing twice a week. It took it took longer than I expected, but we missed uh, Monday's episode. Yeah, but I think that we saw that this was an opportunity to kind of do it professional, to like skip an episode right. professionally. <laughs> you know, we, like, we saw the opportunity and we fucking took it. 
We're took like, the oh, first opportunity we could to like have an excuse to not do an episode. Like, excuse, this is Labor Day. We're not we're not going to be podcasting on Labor Day. We take this shit seriously. The um, funniest part about that too is that I I actually worked my job on Labor Day. Oh, so really? It wasn't, so it wasn't like oh, I was like oh, I was in party mode. I couldn't record a podcast. I could have easily recorded a podcast. Yeah, I remember but, we both could have, and we were like, you know what? The, the Katie Nolan up was pretty good. Let's let people listen to that again. Let's ride it. And let's ride it a little longer. Yeah. So uh, luckily for you guys, we've spent this entire week digging up like two and a half week old Zac Efron Instagram <laughs> posts. So you know that you're getting the freshest content. Um, yeah. Uh, should we do reviews? Let's get into them. Okay. Uh, uh, I saw that. Uh, DJ Thickcock gave us a review. <laughs> Don't know how to feel about this guy, but uh, DJ Thickcock, the high road, uh, five stars. Said Pete, you the man. DJ, not sure if I like you. In parentheses, leaning towards no. <laughs> so, uh, despite still a very despite still a very enjoyable listen. Need more on demand movie reviews. May I recommend Duff and Never Back Down? Huh. First of all, Never Back Down is like. An old ass movie. What is Never Back Down? It's the it's I don't know if it's like UFC fighting or it's like street fighting. It's a fighting movie. Uh by the way, that's a general I'm just coming at this from like a guy who's quote unquote worked in radio before. That's the oldest trick in the book. Like, oh, I hate I hate like Dennison Callahan, like Jerry Callahan. I think he's such a jerk. Oh, what show do you listen to? Oh, Dennison Callahan. Like, there's always one person that someone doesn't like. So, if that's me, that's okay. I, I respectfully... Actually, I don't disagree with, like, the leaning towards... Not, if you've heard this podcast before, I actually I mean, think the DJ... It's TikTok. not the best representative of you as a person. I mean, I mean, yeah. it, it does represent you well. I mean, it just it reveals that you're not the best or most uh, mentally stable person. What, me agreeing with that take? No, just like just like you, just the podcast in general is not like the greatest thing for your look. It yeah, gives well, people an insight into into the, your dark life. Yeah, what was the review that said like Pete is? It, it's basically said that like we were both like problems that were going, uh, that were basically being enabled. It was right. like DJ like is clearly unhappy. Like Pete's getting out of control, but. <laughs> It's a really fun podcast, but it's fun for us. Uh, by the way, if if uh, if you could like rate a movie on the Kinsey scale, on our yeah. Kinsey scale, yeah, Never Back Down would be a zero. Never Back Down. Fuck. I guess I gotta look into that shit. Uh, we, by the way, one of these days we're gonna do an episode. Um, I think we were gonna do it if we did an episode on Monday or Tuesday or whenever. We definitely weren't gonna do an episode. Um, we were gonna do an episode ranking the worst movies of all time, and we were just gonna discuss all the classic movies that we've never seen before. Um, there are a lot of them between the two of us. Yeah, we have not seen a lot of good movies or supposedly uh, good supposedly movies, good movies. movies. I'm not a fucking cheap man. You tell me The Godfather is good. I don't believe you until I've seen The Godfather. Uh, I am watching The Wire now, though, for the first time. That so you're way behind on that. <laughs> uh, like, it's, yeah, that that is one of the best shows of all time. I'd say it's in my top three. Yeah, today I tweeted. Uh, today I tweeted a gif of Omar walking down the street. 
uh, and just all the kids running away from him. And someone responded, uh, what's this from? And I said out loud to the person I was with, I said, come on, man. This guy doesn't know this from the wire. (laughs) And I was like, two and a half days ago, I did not fucking know what this was from. So Um, how how difficult is it to watch the wire for the first time in 2016 and like not be able to talk to anybody about it? Because you reveal yourself as that dickhead who hasn't watched the wire yeah but i feel like um with sort of i i think that you're uh more um infamous for being out of the loop on movies which is funny because i've been able to kind of lay low and like get away with a lot of shit throughout that but like my friends at least know me as the guy who hasn't seen any fucking movie before so i think that if you were to go to my friends and be like hey dj's never seen the wire before they'd be like a fucking course because he's he's listening to fucking like like bad finger and all these old shitty bands instead of actually watching shit so i don't think it'll be a huge surprise people uh that i hadn't seen the wire but i my sister is a huge fan of the wire and she didn't like breaking bad because she thought it was too evil so I've basically been texting her like every five minutes, like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you were okay with The Wire and you weren't okay with Breaking Bad? Like, them killing uh, Wallace is easily as bad as anything that happens in Breaking Bad. Pretty much. I mean, Walter White poisons the kid, but the kid doesn't die. He doesn't murder the kid. Right. And Christ. yeah, and you could say the, what's, what's that kid's name? Fuck, I haven't seen Breaking Bad in a minute. Uh, the one that Todd kills. Uh, that kid. That kid doesn't have a name. He just like showed up. Oh no! It's uh, like it's always in the news. Remember? I don't. I don't, I don't remember that. Those details. Oh okay, man! Just the kid on the bike. Nobody's gonna remember that kid. He, he had a fucking. He wasn't old enough to accomplish anything. <laughs> he sees, I was, I'm not gonna say it. I was going to compare him to the kid that got eaten by the alligator. <laughs> um, good thing I didn't. Um, let's see. What's another review? Uh killer podcast filled with lots of takes comma and then it's too long you made your headline too long so i can't see what it says and the filled with lots of takes good and bad oh good and okay i should have seen that coming the reviewer is excellent book uh (laughs) brunch has confused me from the start but it's always been a pleasant confusion that's there's so many reviews in that to like describe us sexually i would say like just a couple of like pleasantly confused guys (laughs) um let's see the first the very first episode i clicked play on was hot guys and weathermen and little did i know that that was the beginning of something special from the absolute roasting of any number of political popular figures to the multitude of questionable opinions on various topics, to the discussion of anything and everything concerning Father John Misty's demeanor. Brunch is a wild ride I would highly recommend to anyone. I, like many others, have experienced a definite rise in my number on the Kinsey scale, probably edging toward a three at this point. That's fine, no shame in it. Uh, We want you a little higher, but we'll take you three. Uh, I have also enjoyed the soothing nature of Pete's sultry voice, as well as Deej's multiple references to hidden uh, treasure Burlington, Vermont, which, by the way, as a UVM student who frequents Church Street often, I can confirm it is what one would define as a shopping street, among other things. Get your own podcast. Uh, (laughs) Love the show, fellas. Keep the Mad Libs coming. And don't forget, Saturdays are for the boys, but also Saturday mornings are for listening to brunch 
while eating a delightful brunch. So that is that is an excellent review, but I but I will say that that person tried very hard to make it known that they listened to the podcast. Like oh, they, they offered a lot of like here's here's proof that I've listened to all these episodes and just yeah. like tried to casually drop them in, but they forced in a lot of re- a lot of references. Too many I, references. I think I've said this before. That's my least favorite thing. When someone is, and like Michael calls out Dwight for this in the office, when he's clearly just like saying something that you know the other person thinks and you want them to agree with it. Like, what's your fucking end game there? Like, you know, like if you're in a car with a friend and like they, they put on like a band that they know that you listen to and they're like, see, I listen to this band. Like, what am I going to? fucking do am i gonna like give you money like just be your fucking self uh th- this is uh, this was a very nice Thanks review, review though <laughs> and we were extremely mean to this person uh go ahead on you should listen uh you should listen by sissy k3 even though pete made me sob on the stair mill i, I don't think that's a is that a thing oh yeah it's uh yeah the, the stair climber at the gym it's, so like the uh what's it called um Fuck the uh, stairmaster, Sta- like that thing. Yeah, yeah, stairmaster. Yeah. So I've never heard it called a stair mill, but by the way, stairmaster maybe- sucks. Oh, disagree. Stairmaster's great. Uh, even though Pete maybe sob on the stair mill, recounting the story of his dog's passing, uh, I'd still take out my earphones for the two of them. Uh, they are great and funny, and have gifted my group chat with the phrase "weatherman," uh, always providing the right fire takes. Ham is hot for sure. Loop me in when y'all manage to score free Billy Joel tickets. Uh, I'll say this. I'm not a free Billy Joel tickets guy. I'm a, uh, I'm a first, second, and third pre-sale Billy Joel tickets guy. I, when Billy comes, I'm on the floor. I'm as close as possible. <laughs> I'm Billy emptying comes, the bank account. On the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I do love I absolutely love the idea of us being able to sneak into people's group chats. Yeah, like that that's a thing. And I like I've made no discussion. lie about this. Uh I stole I lifted uh Weatherman from Kirk Minahan. I listened to that episode today actually. It's like the first episode that we've ever done that I've gone back and listened to like a, like months later. There were like there were severe audio issues with that episode. Oh yeah. Um but other than that, that was again. This is gonna every week. We're gonna do like a tribute to that episode. I I love that episode so much. I don't think I've listened to it since we've done it, but I think I listened that, to it today all the way through. And that's I mean I don't listen to podcasts that I do usually like, and I definitely don't listen to them all the way through. So that that's a testament to how how good that episode was. I think, and I think it came out like that was the, that was our first foray into being like all right. We're we're straight guys who we're think a lot of gay things. Yeah, and I like one of my best friends is uh, is gay, and I told him we were doing that episode, and he thought it, he was like that that'll be really funny. He was like, but just don't do like the the pussyfoot like don't do the no homo thing. Don't like just just say what you're gonna say, and if it's offensive, then you shouldn't be saying it, and if it's not offensive, be unapologetic about it. And right. I feel like that's exactly what it was. Right. Like just unapologetic as fuck. Fuck, we're so good at doing podcasts. 
Uh, uh, we, we got a couple of emails this week as well. Uh, we got some great yeah, emails. We got some. Uh, we got some ones that we should definitely discuss. Uh, I want to do. I want to talk about the balding one right off. Okay, the bat. read it. Read it. Uh, I'm, should I say the the guy's name? I mean, no, probably not. Uh, I'm a 22 year old guy who is losing uh, is hair. Start with the subject. Balding dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really captured our attention. Uh, I'm a 22 year old guy who is losing hair. All throughout high school and up until six months ago, I always had a full, thick, dark head of hair. Uh, someone told me a few weeks ago that they could see kind of the back of my scalp. I can't grow facial hair, and I feel like I look super weird if I get it, get it cut really short. I'm worried that I'll look like I'm holding on too long, but I'm also worried I'll look like shit. What do you guys think? Should I just embrace it and get it cut short, or should I try and hide it with a comb-over type hairstyle? So, uh, by the way, this podcast is everything I look forward to twice a week. Keep it up. Okay, so I actually have an important question to uh, the emailer here. Um, just a detail that I need. Uh, did you write this email with a bald point pen? <laughs> That's such a terrible <laughs> joke. What the fuck? <laughs> I just want to cancel the rest of this podcast after that fucking joke. Uh, this I hope this guy. I just hope this guy doesn't take a shower because he'll get brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one you should have let off i, I, I had to I google balls it. jokes and like <laughs> there's no funny ball jokes you would think there would be funny ball jokes those are the only two good ones <laughs> the shower the shower one's pretty good um yeah. so this email is fucking terrifying because if there's one thing that i'm like really scared of happening to my body it's just it's losing losing your hair because you can't do anything about it and there's like no real good situ- no real good solution to it other than like expensive surgery. So I actually did my homework for this dude um because as much as we both as soon as we got the email we were both like all right we definitely have to make fun of this guy for being bald because <laughs> that's amazing. Uh but I actually I thought about it like what would happen if if I went bald and immediately just fucking get the surgery man. I looked it up it's like 9 grand. They Jesus. do it well. And honestly, $9,000 is a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but fuck. It, I would would you rather have $9,000 as a bald guy or have 9,000 less dollars as a normal guy? I mean, I would certainly rather have a full thick head of hair, which thankfully I do right now and I hope that it stays that way. Um I to answer like his question, I don't I don't know. Uh you definitely don't want to be the guy who hangs on too long. That, that's right. the worst. That's you don't the want worst to... bald guy to be. Yeah. Jerry Rice was the worst bald guy who held on too long. I don't know if you remember. He uh, he was balding, so he got cornrows, which is maybe the worst. Like, I think he got cornrows to be like, hey, guys, look over here. I don't have, I'm not balding. See, I have cornrows. But really, what cornrows do is accentuate the start your of your hairline. Right. right. So it was... Like real far back there, uh, Lars Ulrich did it. I remember um, Metallica had that song like "I Disappear" from Mission Impossible Two or something. And in the music video, uh, it was very fashionable at that point. Not quite to like pump pump it up like the way people do with their hair now, but just to kind of spike the you know that look back in the day. Um, it was like a very fifth grade look, at least for me, where you just kind of spike up just the the front of your your hair and he did that but he had a receding hairline so it's like dude like the tippity top of your hair is just like an alfalfa thing so don't do any sort of clever uh like image trickery because 
Yeah. People it, are going to fucking know. Right. People will know. And I, I would also say, like, I know that a go-to move for, for bald people is, like, wear, wearing a hat. Which, I mean, that is, like, the best possible possible way to hide from people that you're bald. Yeah. But I will say, if you wear a hat, like, all the time as a bald person, and then... Like every time you take off your hat, yes, it's like that. It's like reminding that person for like the first time that you're bald. Like I'll forget that that people who are balding when they wear hats, like I'll forget they're bald. And then right. every time they take off their hat, it's like remembering. It's like holy shit, this person's bald. Know who's and a great example of that? <laughs> you know who's a great example of that? Who is uh, Kenny Chesney? Right. He's yeah, always he's wearing a hat, bald. and then when he takes it off, you're like, ugh, gross. <laughs> Freak, put your hat back on. Yeah, so, he, he looks super old when he doesn't have a hat on. By the way, can you, like, make fun of, uh, can, can you make, like, derogatory comments about bald people? Yeah, I think so, for sure. I work with a bald guy, and every now and then I'll toss some bald stuff out there, and I, I think we, ha- we have a laugh over it. Um, but I don't know if... We should have had resident... We should have had friend of brunch and resident bald expert uh-huh. Jeff Israel. Jeff on the Israel, um, but yeah, no, hat's not a bad move. Also, dude, if you're not going to fork over the nine grand, I would say just shave it down. Like, don't completely don't like don't bick your head. Um, one of my best friends is uh, is he's pretty much bald at this point, but he's just always since he was like twenty one, twenty two, like he knew the writing was on the wall, and he was like, all right, this is going to be my look for the rest of my life, and. When you look at him, you don't think like "fuck that guy's bald." You just you're like, "That's what that's what he looks like." So, those are the options. I seriously though, man, like, I wouldn't sweat it too hard because there is always a way out of it. Like, people, yeah, it's I mean, it's like are, having a bad tattoo. Things. You can get it removed. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you can get the surgery. Um, Doctor Robert Leonard, I believe, is his name. If you're a local yep. guy. He's basically. I went on his website to do research for this, and so Dr. Robert Leonard is basically like the James Andrews of yes. like sports injuries. He's right. the he's the James Andrew of like hair replacement. Yes, exactly. Um, and if you look at his clients, it's like everyone who's ever played for the Patriots has gone <laughs> right. to Dr. Robert Leonard. Like people who I didn't think were bald. It's like Sebastian Vollmer. Like when the fuck was Sebastian Vollmer a bald guy? Well, it's it's I mean, they definitely don't have to pay for it, do they? Cuz I don't know. Um, or whatever. But probably not. And even if they do have to pay for it, they can afford it. So why not? Yeah. They, those guys are probably just like, I don't need it, but just in case. I had to dig through some negative Yelp reviews in order to find how much it actually costs because normally Yelp reviews don't say prices. So I had to go through the hidden ones that uh you know, if you're like the the business or whatever, I believe you can choose for Yelp to not show certain things. Like you can say like, this is inflammatory. I don't want it shown. And uh, you have to like click to find that. And I found one and it was like for 9,000 bucks, I thought I'd get a lot more. So it's about nine grand. Uh, we could do a Kickstarter for you if you want. Um, Help get this guy his hair back. Yeah. So I I just loved that email. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I thought that we would riff a lot more on the ball jokes, but there are only two ball jokes, and I made them both right out the gate. So um, I guess that's on me. Uh, we got so one. We, we, uh, we got an email uh, suggesting a couple sports hot takes that I would like to get to real quick. Okay. Um, one of them was Chris Letang, mm-hmm. and the other one was Buster Posey. Uh, and I will say Chris Letang, definite. Hot, for sure. Uh, 
Hot depending like, on the hair. Hot. hot. He's like, he's greaser hot. He's like a bad boy. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, like I, I, I've I've seen him both ways. I've seen him clean cut. I've seen him. I've seen him bad boy. And I would say his bad boy look is definitely better. Uh, I lean no no on both of these. Chris, wow. looked, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a definite no on Buster Posey. Buster Posey's a weatherman. But if that, right? Like really, if that. Um, yeah, Buster Posey doesn't impress me. Chris Letang, though, um, he's got to have the right look going for him. I, I agree with you. Like, yeah, he, he's not the uh, the Tom Brady level of like mastering his look. If he if he were to be able to like kind of put himself together in the most ideal way, he'd be a smoke though. Right? Yeah, I I, I think that guys who guys with dark hair who can like play up the whole dark thing, you know what I'm saying? Like if you've got like long dark hair and like a strong uh, beard, that's going to look good nine times out of 10. So uh, Latang has the tools. So I, 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 he's just got to put it all together. Exactly. He's got the potential. He's just gotta, he's gotta realize it. Exactly. Uh, and this person also, um, Apparent. So th- this person is the opposite of that commenter who made sure they knew everything uh, that we've ever said. Want to ask your opinion on the logo in the new Bruins practice rink locker room being on the ceiling? Genius level move or boringly safe? I wrote about nine hundred words about this uh, on Thursday. I think it's words. what's that? There's too many words. Way too many words. Um, and I think that it is awesome i think that it's it shouldn't have to be awesome like we shouldn't have to celebrate that a team puts their fucking logo on the ceiling but because teams we are freak out when you step on it you have to put it on the ceiling and as i wrote like the the joke that we would always make is like if you don't want us to step on it put it on the fucking ceiling and they literally put it on the ceiling so i hope good for I them hope- I hope the Bruins win the cup and Justin Bieber comes and visits the practice facility with like fucking plungers on his feet and just walks up the walls and on the ceiling and just stomps all over the logo. That'd be awesome. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, uh, learn how to do like, uh, like a handstand and then just like walk underneath it and then just like hop up a little bit and just get my feet on there. Good luck with that. Uh, we got a fat guy. heat check in the, I like that one fat guy. heat check in the subject line. That is a couldn't have clicked that one fast enough. Uh, it starts off huge power move. Question mark. By the way, j- j- just to prep you guys, we got a, some of our things. Some of the things that are written to us are poorly written, and that's the charm of them. So let's embrace this guy. Huge power move? Question mark. Uh, if you're a fat guy and you got a date with a dime, is it a huge power move to have that date in a scenario where you take your shirt off? <laughs> Uh, for example, a pool party or water park. <laughs> like, let her see what's going on under there. Release the meat and show what you got. Seriously, huge fan, Pete and Deej. Hashtag sloppy nutrients. Okay, so we need to pick one emailer or reviewer a week who we're nice to, and I'm gonna make it this guy. I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say, let's. let's I'm a huge be- fan of this guy possibly throwing out the possibility that he's going to take his first date to a water park. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The fact that he's like, you know what? I'm a fat guy. I got this fly, honey. 
I'm taking her to a water park. The shirt's coming off. I'm um, sick of this goddamn stigma where I can't take my first date to a water park and take my shirt off. Right. Like, if there's going to be little kids piss everywhere. It's going to be, we're going to set the mood. So hot and bothered. Um, slide's not going to be the only thing that's wet. <laughs> look, I, like, I'm going to come at this from, I think, the way that we both approach everything. We're huge advocates of letting your freak flag for a fly, right? Like if 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 you if you think you're a fat guy and you've got the confidence to like get this date with this beautiful girl, then you don't really fucking care that you're fat, you know? Like right. like you, you're not you fucking believe in yourself. You're not right. you're not like dogging yourself. So do whatever the fuck you want. I'm super I'll excited t- to see what comes of taking <laughs> A, a girl I'll, tell, a you, I'll tell you the one thing that you you don't fucking do if you're in this situation. You don't be the guy who goes in the pool or goes down the water slide with his shirt still on. Right. Fuck That's that mixed guy. signals. That is mixed signal city. Because if you've shown some fucking brass ones that you've said, you know what? First date, no no fancy restaurant, honey. No drinks, no coffee, water park. I mean with children and their parents. Most like but, fat guys are, you know, you can tell that they're fat with their clothes on. Like, we're not talking like dad bod here, right? I'm assuming we're talking like a legitimate, like beefy fat dude. Like a girl, if the girl's going on a date with you, she knows that you're kind of on the heavy side. So she most likely she's not going to be goddamn disgusted when you take your shirt off unless you're just have a, a fucking train wreck underneath your shirt. <laughs> Like she's not gonna be like and run away. Yeah, so I'd say fucking go for it. I can't imagine. Um, let me. Uh, so I think his question, if there is one, is whether or not this is a power move. Uh, it's definitely a power move because a power move is just something that's fucking outrageous and uh, fat, skinny. Otherwise, saying that your first date is at a water park is <laughs> it's awesome. Is, and, uh, I will say that that fat dudes get I mean it, it's it's easy to be funny if you're a fat dude with your shirt off. And yeah. if, if you're if you got a good personality and you got your shirt off and you're a big dude and you can make the girl laugh, that can that'll go farther than like a, a like a nice dinner date at a restaurant, a dinner in a movie or whatever. Take her to a fucking water park and make her laugh. I mean as as somebody who like I'm, I'm not fat, but I don't have like a, I don't have an upper body that you want to show off. Don't, ne- guys, never fucking care about like what you look like with your shirt off. Who fucking like you look like a fucking guy, you know? Like I, I can't imagine. I'm sure there are a lot of girls out there who are like, oh, if a guy doesn't have like the right muscles or whatever, you can get the fuck out of here. Like, no, you'll be fucking fine. Just this just, guy. My my advice is to this guy: go to Water Country, do the truffle shuffle with your shirt off, and then go get laid. And the, yeah, the fact that he's asking this means that he's gonna do this anyway, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't he think just, he's asking for our permission. No, he's just he's like uh, he's just seeing whether or not we agree with him, uh, and I do. Uh, um, we've got a third it. little bitch of the week, oh, and yes, we it's and a it, sad it one. Me, it pains me that this is. This it's come to this, but uh, Sinbad is our is our Sinbad. little bitch of the week. Yeah, uh, he deserves Sinbad. it. He fucking deserves it. He was in town this week and uh, he did not reach out to us, and 
we did reach out to him, and he chose to go to Chicopee over coming on the podcast. Yeah, he tweeted this more. I uh, tweeted Thursday morning, like, yeah, in Boston, having fun on Kiss One Hundred Eight. So we said, I texted. I texted you. I woke up this morning. First thing in the morning, first thing I heard on the radio. Oh, yeah, that's was, right. Before he even tweeted it, you heard it. Right. It, the first thing I heard this morning when I got out of bed was Sinbad on the radio m- mucking it up with uh, Kiss 108 and that crew. And and the interview was was pretty shitty. And I was disappointed. And Sinbad was funny. But we would have had a much better interview. And I What did they like, talk about? Uh, they were basically just talking about how Sinbad is still like a horny dude and like how – do like younger generational dudes get it wrong when it comes to dating and stuff like that like it would have been fucking amazing to talk to him about that as two younger dudes and he would tell us all the things that we're doing wrong when it comes to dating that would have been great that would he would have been the second guest to come on and tell us everything we're doing wrong after lena waith in a way um yeah uh fuck yeah that one stings because we we check in with sinbad uh, we don't hound him as much as we should, but the fact that we said, yeah, what are you up to today? And he was like, driving a chickpea. It's like, <laughs> wow, that's freak. I don't even know where the fuck or what the fuck chickpea is, um, but it doesn't sound fun and it doesn't sound good. And- that's like for, for those of you who do the, uh, like the, the texting thing when you're in the early stages of a relationship. It's that's like when you say, um, like, hey, uh, do you want to get drinks tomorrow night? And their answer isn't just, um, no, I can't tomorrow night. It's just like something that's like so, like, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. It's like so final in that it's like, no, I can't because I'm never going to fucking get drinks with you. <laughs> Driving to Chicopee is that. So right there's uh like it, if he's choosing Chicopee driving to Chicopee over coming on the podcast with us I'd say our chances of landing him are just are very very slim at this point which sucks because uh I don't know much about SoundCloud but I was like looking at like the related tags or whatever for brunch on SoundCloud and one of them is Sinbad and we've got a lot more followers than Sinbad so no just saying messing out uh so We're bigger third, than sinbad is what i'm saying little bitch of the week it goes to sinbad uh, yeah uh is a t- we don't like doing it but uh we have to this is a very uh we're we're professionals here and we can't let our feelings get in the way um fun news story in kansas city a guy robbed a bank uh he's 70 years old and he said that he did it because he hated his wife and didn't want to live with her anymore he wanted to go to prison instead the best part about that story and like i read the headline and it was like man chooses prison over wife and family and i was like well yeah that, that kind of sounds about right but he literally it wasn't like he was arrested and like had the opportunity to choose between like house arrest or going to jail and he was just like, I don't want to be near, near my wife. I'm going to fucking jail. This guy literally got arrested yeah. so that he could get away from his wife. He he, yeah, he, he robbed the bank. He passed the te- the note the te- the note to the teller and was like, I have a gun. Give me money. And then he got the money and then sat down in the bank and waited for the cops to come and arrest him. <laughs> that is that is su- such a fucking baller move. And he wrote the note that he gave to the teller in front of his wife. He was like, this is what I'm going to fucking do so I don't have to see you anymore, which uh, 
our guy, our guy Drew with the fat guy heat check, he was asking about power moves. That is the ultimate power move. Choosing to spend maybe the remaining years of your life. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what he gets for that. Like, did I, so like if, if if at this point in time, if we had the opportunity to interview Sinbad for this podcast or interview this fucking dude from Kansas City, yeah. I'm picking the dude from Kansas City because I have questions. I want to know what his wife does to him that is so terrible that he's <laughs> choosing to spend probably the rest of his life in prison because he's 70 years old yeah i like i'm that's what i'm saying like how what do you get for for attempting to rob a bank yeah like what's your sentence did he does he have a gun did he actually have a gun does saying you have a gun yeah well he said he had a gun but it, it was just a note that said i have a gun you know anyone can do that shit right um he, he by the way his uh his name is is so fitting i think Lawrence J. Ripple. That sounds like that sounds like an old man who's fucking had it up to here with his wife. (laughs) Lawrence. Oh, that sounds like a guy who. Quite frankly, that sounds like a guy who kills his wife. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, is there any doubt in your mind that this dude would wouldn't have killed his wife if he didn't go to prison? (laughs) Right. Probably. Like this dude's probably a hero because he sent himself to prison so that he wouldn't murder his wife. Yeah, so uh, we're we're doing this remotely for a couple of reasons. Um, this is very late that we're recording this episode, and uh, Jimmy Fallon's on, and Ariana Grande is a guest, and I just caught myself thinking that Ariana Grande was hot for a second, yeah. and now I need to go vomit. Yeah, come on over to the dark side. <laughs> that is the dark side, because that's the side where you think four-year-old children are Right, it's like you might be a pedophile. Ugh. Well, this, I, is a, this is a baby fucking podcast. That's true. Um, we uh, oh, we have a a, a, a movie review. Um, we actually both saw movies this week that we very much liked, but we didn't see each other's movie. So we're instead going to review a movie that's uh, that neither of us have seen and is not out for I think like a month and a half. So uh, you saw Hell or High Water? Yes, I did, and it was awesome. I saw um, Don't Think Twice and. It was, it was touching. That's how I would describe that movie. Um, I would describe Hell or High Water as a good old fashioned cops and robbers story, and ooh, Golden uh, Joe and the Suggins Gang, right? <laughs> and uh, it has a lot of No Country for Old Men in it. Okay. And, um, and Jeff Bridges plays the uh, the sheriff. So I mean, that's the, I think if I didn't just sell you right there, then I'm not going to sell you on it. So go see no, that movie. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, I've only seen half of No Country for Old Men, but uh, it's one of the best movies that I can remember recently seeing. So I'm disappointed in you. And also, Hell or High Water has Chris Pine and Ben Foster. I was actually thinking I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try to see Hell or High Water so we can see if we can get Chris Pine on and we can lead off the interview by asking him if it's hard to do remote interviews, because if he's bad, his looks don't make up for it. It's a good first question. That's the only question I think I would have for, for Chris Pine. Um, do you, do you do we like Chris Pine? I mean, I don't have anything against Chris Pine, but he doesn't really do anything for me. It's like I don't get excited when I see that Chris Pine's in something. I get excited when I see him in <laughs> uh, Horrible Bosses too. I'll tell you what, that shit with the uh, with the you ruse your job. Ah, still haven't seen Horrible Bosses. Oh too. my god, are you serious? Yeah. Ah. Uh, it's 
he is he plays a very very offensive character <laughs> and is as, he asian no but because he has your impression made it seem like he has asian like an asian person. housekeeper who's like the sweetest lady in the world and he's so fucking mean to her and uh he jokes around he pretends to fire her and he says you ruse your job <laughs> it's so bad uh Fuck! I shouldn't have quoted that twice. Um, so the movie, so the movie that we we're going to review that we did not see, yes. um, is the accountant with Ben Affleck and yeah. Anna Kendrick and, and Anna Kendrick and uh, J.K. J.K. Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. So uh, my quick basic takeaways: uh, J.K. Simmons was really good, not as good as in Whiplash, uh, but you can see though that he's still fucking cut up. Um, that guy stays in the gym. Uh, Affleck, I could kind of take or leave his performance. Uh, I, don't like, I don't like Affleck as an action star. I'm going to say I, it. I don't like Affleck as a lot of things, to be honest. <laughs> I like I like him making movies. I, that That's not a hot take. Um, I liked... What was the last thing I liked him in? He, no, no, he was good in... Uh, he was good in Gone Girl. Gone Girl, right. So that's like that's the kind of role that I think Affleck is perfect for. He's like a middle-aged dude, just this an, an un, he plays unspectacular people. Yeah. And he's like kind of a dude who who like might hate his life and and I think that's the perfect role for him. Yeah, I just, because I can't envision him as like a badass like action star even though that's he's why, Batman. Yeah, so I don't think he really worked for Batman. I don't think he worked in this movie. I think that the reason Affleck uh is good in those other roles is because he like physically he looks relatable he looks, like right, you went to exactly. high school with ben affleck right didn't you you right. know um, he looks like he could be like any of your friends like hot dad right and i mean he's not like i think he's i think he's pretty hot he's not scorching hot right. um although uh fuck what movie did he get fucking ripped out of his mind for oh um the town he was fucking jacked yeah, in large yeah so good for him there uh, but he, like he really pulls off like the weathered look, I think is like yes, or like he's yeah. like he's a weathered middle aged man. Like you know the scene in Gone Girl when um, this is like a made up scene because it's part of um, the girl's like bullshit uh, diary. But when she when she comes home from work and he's playing video games, yeah, and she's like, "What's the laptop for?" and he's like, "Laptoping." Like that's like you, you say weathered like that. That guy was fucking sick of fucking life. And he yeah, he plays that role well. So I don't think that this was a good choice for him. The accountant. Uh, so basically what this movie is about is uh, Ben Affleck is a mathematician, let's say. And he also does some other sneaky shit on the side. Uh, like that, killing people. It involves killing people. Yes. Um and he he's originally thought to be a bad guy, um, but as the story goes on, you find out that that J.K. Simmons' character, who is hunting Ben Affleck uh, and is supposedly the good guy, uh, you find out as the story moves on that Ben Affleck is just misunderstood, and uh, he's actually the good guy, while J.K. Simmons and his whole uh, clan of army people they're they're bad and they're fucking trying to hunt him for they're trying a, to get a hold of him for a bad reason yeah um and we don't want to spoil it too much but it actually turns out that anna kendrick is uh the wife of jk simmons and 
she's in on it as well. So uh, we're sorry to spoil the ending, but that's a twist that you do Huge not twist. fucking see coming. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, I like the people in it. I like the cast. I don't think it was super well executed. Uh, but I think that, as usual, J.K. Simmons was uh, was pretty great. Agreed. Uh, what, what, what are we giving it? I'm, I'll give it like a, a, a B minus C plus. I was going to say... It's it's going to be a movie that's overrated by people who kind of just take things at face value. I'm going to give it a C plus. I think that a lot of people are waiting for, uh, I think that people, Ben Affleck has a lot of apologists because it's become a common sort of thing to say, like, unless you're making the movie, we we're not interested in it, Ben Affleck, but because he's done good things in the past, I feel like a lot of people want to say that he's underrated. So those people are going to overrate it. I'm going to give it a hard, uh, C plus. Um, Oh, fuck, we didn't get to this. Uh, football season just started. That's the reason why we're doing this so late is because we just watched the, the football game between the Panthers and the Broncos. Um, and you, you observed that like football is back Twitter is a pretty good Twitter. Uh, primetime football Twitter is great Twitter, like all throughout the year. When Obviously, uh, we've talked about this before, but the best... The best Twitters are when everybody is watching the same thing, regardless of what yes. it is. Yeah. Um, it was hard for me tonight, though, because I was also flipping back and forth um, between the exhibition game of the World Cup of Hockey between Team North America and Team Europe. But I was only doing it like at commercials. I was like I, I, I watched every second of the, the football game. But it was hard because you want to send out a lot of banger tweets about football but then you get something about hockey and you don't want to lose your audience. At the same time, a new Lady Gaga song popped up. I had to listen to that shit. Real stressful night for you. It was a it was a busy ass night. I I I went through like five coconut waters. It was it was tough. Uh specifically when we're talking about fantasy football, you wanted to discuss fantasy football team names. Yes. Um it's a fucking stressful thing and I fucking hate when people name their teams Googleable team names, you know? Oh yeah. Like yep, that, show us your TDs yeah. or yeah. anyone who's like I, I've heard a couple of good Harambe ones, but that but I feel like there are gonna be a lot of lame Harambe ones, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. My well the league that I'm in, the the league name is Goodell Killed Harambe. That's that's like not, not bad. Like, not, it's not not great either. It's just like insert blank name killed harambe is like now a thing um yeah i i uh i would rather have a bad team name and i will i've done it before like i'll just pick a really terrible no meaning like random team name so that's what i I usually i i refuse to like google a team name and take it from the internet right um yeah we we give the internet stuff we don't take shit from the internet um I did. Uh, I usually have random names that have nothing to do with anything. Like uh, one year, my team name was Rap Music, and like all my league does is all, we just shit on each other the whole time. But everyone was like, "Damn, I wish I'd thought of Rap Music for a fantasy football team name." Um, and this year, I fucking couldn't think of anything. So I did a uh, I did a pun team name, which I think someone responded because I I tweeted. I asked Darren Rovell uh, to pick my team name, and he suggested the Bean Counters, which, as much as I wanted 
to have a bad team name and then when people say why is your team name so bad say because of darren rovell that was just such a bad team name that i couldn't do it so sorry darren um but someone responded and they were like the trick is to think of a pun using one of your players names and i think that is the lamest fucking shit in the world um yeah i i ended up just intentionally doing that i kind of father john mistied it i made my team name amir abkula and i made the picture uh just like amir abdullah doing a lot of cool things so i'm fucking miserable over it though but when you have a like when you have a banger of a team name it's a fucking great feeling right i uh i was pretty i was pretty proud of my team name last year yes uh, yes do you remember it mm-hmm. what was it, was it? whip your ding ding out <laughs> yep <laughs> that that one was pretty good uh i loved that one that was a quote from marshawn lynch the year before that i had uh cutler right in the right into pussy <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're so you're down for the the puns Cutler right in the pussy? Yeah, yeah. It's a pun, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I went with that one. Um, and then this year, straightforward approach. I had to do something uh, Friday Night Lights related um, just as a tribute for how that show has touched my life over the past year. Uh, I went with Tammy Taylor's tight end. That's pretty good. I like that one. Um, so. Which is funny. They, they talk about her, her breasts more than anything else on the show. Right. It was originally, uh, it was originally Tammy Taylor's Tata's. Was Ooh, the the first that's one? Some lovely alliteration, my friend. <laughs> right, Tammy Taylor's Tatas was my was my original uh, team name, and then I was like, uh, it'll be more football related if I work in tight end, and I'm sure Connie Britton's butt is mwah, so I yeah. went with it. Uh, a guy in my team in my league named his team. Uh, he has uh, he like combined. He has Stefan Diggs and Kirk Cousins. And his name is Taylor, so he made his team name Taylor Diggs His Cousins. Uh, <laughs> and I really wanted to make my team name, yeah, Taylor Fucks His Cousins. <laughs> but I don't think ESPN lets you drop F-bombs. Yeah, and it's probably beyond the character count as well. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, there's nothing worse than than seeing somebody with an absolute banger of a team name and just being like, fuck, I wish I thought of that. I know this is so like this is the this is probably the first year that I've known that I don't have a good team name. Which you know is what the, you know what the horrifying. Worst, you know what the worst move is though, when people take those pun names and they use like a player that they don't even have on their team. Yes, I That's was the worst fucking move of all time. I was helping my cousin with his fantasy draft uh, yesterday, and it wasn't a keeper league. And going into the the draft like three guys had team names with puns on players that they didn't fucking have yet i think that's so fucking annoying like one year one year a guy's team name in my league was feed the gronk and it was a keeper league and i was keeping gronk and i was like said to him in the chat i was like i don't know what you think is going to happen here but that guy's not in your team um you know what i do like doing uh my my friend mike is a king at this using Michael Vick uh, jokes as your team name now. He's had, like, Mike oh, Vick's puppy. of untimely jokes. Yeah, he's had Mike Vick's puppy parade as his team name for the last, like, seven years. Pretty amazing shit. Um, I was trying to think of even, like, dated jokes, and I just could Like, I, I seriously sat down today, and I was like, all right, 
from between 2 and 4 p.m., I need to think of my fantasy team name. Um, Katie Nolan actually tried to help out. She suggested a beer, Abkula, but I want to keep it PG-13. <laughs> not about... <laughs> Not about that lacy beer life, so or that racy beer life. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna think of the kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a real hero, Deej. Fourteen team league, no Harambe jokes, though. Kind of surprised by that. I'm pr- I'm proud of your proud of your league. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's some fucking awful shit, but no no Harambe <laughs> jokes. <laughs> uh, I I want I would like to see somebody squeeze in Bantu, um, in a in a fantasy team name. Yes. Uh, do you think that the ship has sailed on potentially making Bantu a thing? Because <laughs> Bantu's <laughs> story, really, if you think about it, is—it's it's almost funnier than it's, it's, Yeah, it is funnier than like, he was about to have like a shitload of sex and died instead. That's yeah. funnier. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I'm never gonna stop trying to make Bantu a thing. Yeah, um, he deserves it. So does that goddamn alligator, but he doesn't have a name. The two things that the two things the two things that worked against that alligator was that he didn't have a name uh, and he didn't have a funny picture. I actually tried to fit it in; it didn't fit. I was going to make it the alligator that ate the kid, and it was one character short. Oh. I was like, I can't do alligator that ate the kid. I can't do the gator that ate the kid because if I make it the the gator, it like kind of cartoonizes you know, it. it. It was in it was in Florida, wasn't it? Of course, of fucking of course, course it, was. it was in Florida. So you, should, you should have seen. You should have seen if uh, Florida Gator eats kid fits. <laughs> just, just make your fantasy football name like a like tragedy, a, a news, a news yeah. headline of a tragedy. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, if, that, if that becomes a trend, I will. <laughs> I will. I will love that. Just grab that. Grab a news headline of of a national tragedy <laughs> and make it your fantasy football team. Or even it's it sucks because it's too late now. We do. Uh, we had to have our team names in by tonight because a guy in our league, uh, your friend Scott, does uh, power rankings for the team names, and he does not fucking good. hold back. Um, but uh, if it weren't too late um, to to change it, I would make my team name. Uh, Life in prison greater than wife. <laughs> my uh, my team name next year is going to be like plane crash in Mississippi kills one. <laughs> I was gonna make I was gonna make my team name uh, Dick on Fleek. I was gonna do it before the auction because remember the guy Lala had the shirt that said Dick on Fleek. Yep, yep. <laughs> greatest T-shirt ever, and. Uh, I told the guys in my league I was going to do that, and one of them just like very calmly was like, "Man, your dick's not on fleek," and I couldn't come back from that. So, sorry about your dick.